Welcome to What and When, the podcast where your bucket lists meet the questions you have on not quite a daily basis. I'm Sarah, your list-loving, caffeine connoisseur host, and I don't just love lists because it's the main way to keep track of who is bringing what to Thanksgiving and my prioritizing of Black Friday and Cyber Monday sale deals and Giving Tuesday gifting list. I love lists any day of the year. And on this show, I want to help motivate or inspire you to create your own lists of new things, like what to cook next, what to do when you're bored, what to do when you're learning a new language. On the last episode, I talked about what to do when you are feeling under the weather and how to feel better. I am happy to report that I had pho about three nights ago, and it was for sure the best way to feel better and probably the tastiest way. Happy stomach, happy person. But the episode you're tuning into right now is what to wear when. And this episode will be a little different. First, I'm going to talk about some common dress codes that you probably have heard or will eventually hear. And then listing some options without breaking your wallet, hopefully. So the first one we're going to tackle is casual, a.k.a. your streetwear. It's what you would normally wear which for some people may be a sweatshirt, which is me, or it may be something nicer, like jeans and a sweater, which would be my second go-to. Casual level of dressing of all the dress codes is the most dependent on the person, although for each one, it's important to always dress the way that makes you feel the best and the most confident. So think for casual, like laid-back Saturday or Sunday with very average plans. It's Comfort over everything. It's Vans or Converse, Birkenstocks, no heel sandals, yoga pants, running shorts, jeans that don't make you want to hold your breath in the whole time, knit cardigans, stuff like that. It doesn't mean it can't be cute, but casual wear is never sacrificing comfort for anything. I mean, that's how I normally dress anyways, no matter what event I'm going to, but that's just me. And I'm not going to list a lot of things because you know what your casual wear is. And really, if I did list the things, the first five on my list would be sweatshirts because I believe they are the most comfortable and cozy of all the attire you could possibly own. And majority of them have good designs, so it's a solid choice. The second one we're going to tackle is cocktail attire. And... This dress code gets used for a whole variety of contexts, weddings, graduations, New Year's Eve, a very fancy Christmas party, you name it. So what's important about dressing for cocktail attire is knowing the event uh, location and knowing the aesthetic because there's a whole range within cocktail from more casual to more formal. So know where it's going to be at or knowing where it's going to be at, it can be really helpful. You're also probably more likely to see patterns um, at a cocktail attire event, depending on the whole overall aesthetic. But generally speaking, some good options for cocktail attire are a pleated skirt and a crop top short sleeve or sleeveless. Um, Two colors I recommend as a good go-to that I think look great on anyone are olive green or um, like a camel color or black and they are my personal favorites there's also they would be also be the colors that I would buy if I 
bought one, which hopefully will be soon, um, because they're all three of them are classic and they're clean colors. And the olive green offers some color without being too bold, especially if you don't really know the aesthetic of the venue or it's more summery or springy. And then black just goes with everything. So you can either add more color or go a little bit more formal and make it um, an all black monochromatic kind of look. The second thing for a cocktail that might be a fun option is a floral or wrap dress because it's easy and it's fun. And then you don't have to think about what top goes with the skirt. It's so much easier. You can dress it up, you can dress it down, but that will depend on what shoe you pair it with and your accessories. So for shoes, you might think heeled mule or a short block heel, which would be a more trendy casual look. If you go with like a closed toed stiletto or pump, that's going to be a more classic look. Or you could just opt for the flat sandal, which is a solid choice. If I went for a flat sandal, I would wear the J slips. Jesus sandals, you can get them on Amazon for $12, and they're phenomenal. Wear them for everything and everything. But my third option is a romper. I prefer rompers that are that are long pants instead of the short style because it elongates me, and I'm short, so I love looking a little taller than I actually am. And then long pants, I think, also look a little bit dressier, um, and I, but I also only tend to wear rompers at occasions that are like an end of the year banquet or graduation situation, something that's not your every day. I like rompers that tend to be sleeveless as opposed to halter necks because I think it helps, and well, in my opinion, helps with that making you look kind of taller because then your focus is on just from your neck to your um, ankles as opposed to also looking, pulling attention to your arms. And if you happen to get a romper with vertical stripes or that's pleated, those lines will help you make look will help you make you look longer too. And even if you're already tall, there's nothing like lines to make you look a slightly taller, you know. But then again, the type of shoe will help determine how tall you really are and also the level of dressiness of the whole look. I like rompers in general with some heel, but it doesn't have to be tall. I just like the look better. As a general note with cocktail, a black with floral pattern will never be out of date, whether it's a dress or a romper. And it's good go-to because it's not over the top and you can work it into basically any context. It looks just casual enough to blend in a lower, um, less formal setting, but it's dressy enough to where it won't look out of place at a nicer venue if you're not entirely sure what the whole event aesthetic is. So now we're moving on to semi-formal, and semi-formal is one step below black tie. This is where you're more likely to see the darker colors, more likely, or solid colors, probably just less patterns, and for sure you're going to want to wear your nice dress shoes, whatever that means for you. For me, that means a heel, probably a block heel that's black or tan, or my mules that I love, which will you will hear about a lot because I love them. I think also um, for semi-formal, you still have a little wiggle room with this style. So mules are kind of arguably a more casual look for a shoe, but I love them and they're super comfortable. So I wear them to almost anything, especially since mine are gray suede and heeled. So gray is a neutral color, which can go with more things. And then suede is just a nice texture and heeled obviously dresses it up more. Um, but some options are for semi-formal, well, you can't go wrong with a black dress. It's classic, 
It looks flattering on everybody. And also, it will make any of your accessories pop, whatever they may be, gold, silver, rose gold, or any bright colors. Another option with a black dress, if you want to make it pop but you don't want to do a bright color jewelry, is do a black dress or even romper with a bright red or bright blue heel or metallic and that's a fun way to have some more personality I guess character if you want color without it taking over your entire dress Ooh, the second option that I would also suggest putting in your closet um, is a convertible maxi dress Lulu's dress not Lululemon but Lulu's it's just Lulu's has a really good one and a convertible maxi um, means you can change the neckline so you can do a low v you can do a halter you can do a one shoulder with all these cool twists and brace your back with then a low open back and it's a great option to have in your closet because you can wear this dress to so many venues and occasions since there are so many ways to change it and no one's gonna notice <laughs> that it's the exact same dress and you can dress it up dress it down since they only come in solid colors i believe and if it were me, I would definitely get mine in black, but that's also because my closet is almost exclusively black, gray, and white with some red because Chapman, and that's a Chapman color. A fourth, oh, third, I can count. Third option is a midi-length lace dress, and I like this option because it offers some more texture and because they mostly only come in solid colors, the texture makes it look sophisticated. But because it's all one color, it doesn't look over the top. It just looks really classy. And you can make it more edgy and trendy and maybe pair a clear block-heeled sandal with it. Or you could go a more classic look with it, like a tan stiletto. I really like tan and lace together for some reason, so that would be my go-to color. Number four. We are bringing back the pleated skirt, but this time I would say it's got to be paired with a long sleeve or sleeveless top because those are the two that look the most dressiest. Short sleeve definitely looks the most casual of the three. And with skirts, I tend to favor, especially at a semi-formal level, like a bold earring, like a tassel earring or a gold or silver hoop or ear, like a diamond ear crawler over like a statement necklace um because I think there's already a lot happening on your torso and with the skirt that it helps um bring the balance by having a earring state a statement earring as opposed to a statement necklace but you know to each their own and last but certainly not least we have black tie which for frame of reference is not the most formal the most formal is white tie which i've never been to a white tie event or a black tie event but i i I could you know i can still venture into this realm because it's fun so black tie think red carpet for the emmys which hopefully i'll get to go to someday and black tire doesn't automatically mean floor length gown well for me it does because that's just my style preference and it doesn't automatically mean wearing black heels are for sure again at least for me because um I like looking a little taller and then I can wear a floor length gown but don't be afraid of color or glitter or sequins black tie is going to be your most glamorous looks but you're still making style options that are in line with your taste 
And while it's always important for hair, shoes, makeup, accessories, the whole works to look good together, with black tie, there is a lot more attention on what you are wearing in general and the whole look put together. Think about it as what would make you feel the most glamorous and what would that look at its highest level then make that vision happen. So for me, um, just as an example, is I would take my inspiration from Gemma Chan's 2019 Golden Globes look. So something like a dark blue gown, open back, high neck halter with a bright red lip and a stiletto of the matching shade of the dress. And then hair straightened and then pinned back just on the sides so it just falls on my back and doesn't come over my shoulders. And then statement diamond earrings. I do like my sparkles sometimes even though I don't wear a lot of jewelry to begin with but hey it's my most glamorous look. So I know I went through a lot about clothes and the truth is you don't have to be an expert in any of this. I just love this stuff so it's really fun for me and also I like helping people figure out what to wear But whether you're into fashion or not, I think it's helpful to know because you've already had to dress for different occasions and I can only imagine that there will be more events to dress for and of a whole variety of attire. And there's always going to be that moment of going into